What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Unconventional Education Show, where we talk entrepreneurship, we talk mindset, and we talk life experiences to help you stop being soft and stop worrying what the hell people say about you when you go out there and say you want to become great. (laughs) Had to throw a curveball in today, but that's what's on my mind. I just finished up a workout. I'm in between my Airbnb that I've been staying in Guatape. I'm about to leave in a couple hours here, staying the last night at the Dan Carlton Hotel in Medellin, which is freaking beautiful. Heading back to the States tomorrow to Tampa. But in my workout today, I just want to get this quick podcast recorded. I was just in the zone feeling it, had a great message for you. And the way I just curveballed that intro is really how I'm feeling. So I want to break down the model that you can actually utilize to track where you are, to push through, and stop apologizing about desiring to be great. Because guess what? There's nothing to apologize about greatness. I always say this. I say that you should always be grateful, never be satisfied. Because when you're satisfied, you are doing a disservice to the world around you. You, We, as human beings, you especially, are capable of unlimited things. And once you become satisfied, once you stop pursuing greatness... You are limiting the impact you're making in the world. And as a result, there's going to be people out there who don't live a better life, don't have more opportunity, don't have access to as much resources and greatness because you put a cap on yourself. Remember that. Greatness is never something to be apologetic about. Greatness is something that we should all go after because when you become great at whatever you're doing, when you pursue excellence, you pursue success, as a result, you are going to help more and more and more people right? It's these little mindset shifts that you guys need to make. So I want you to stop apologizing about pursuing greatness. I want you to stop apologizing about wanting to become successful. And I'm going to show you why we do kind of psychologically and how to break through that in today's episode. So let's just get right into it here. What I'm going to break down today is the comfort zone model. And there's four zones to the comfort zone to break through into the growth zone. So the first is the comfort zone. The second is the fear zone. The third is the learning zone. And the fourth is the growth zone. So most people, I would venture to say about 99% live with it their whole life within the comfort zone. Maybe they take a single step into the fear zone when they have an idea, but are immediately batted back down into that comfort zone, retreat and stay there because they think that's where safety is and that things will go more smoothly there. But we'll start off with the comfort zone. I think a lot of people are familiar with what this is. It's the zone of familiarity, of security, of certainty. And what does that mean? In my opinion, this is an entire illusion, this zone. But that that familiarity, security, certainty comes from that stable nine to five job, that girlfriend or boyfriend who makes you feel secure and like you have something and that there's something permanent that you have in your life. It comes in the form of, our routines. We are creatures of habit. We don't like too much chaos in our life. I'm reading the book 12 Rules for Life by Jordan B. Peterson right now. I'm only like 100 pages in, so I'm not going to talk too much on it. I like to read books and kind of read them objectively and take away my ideas of what I agree with and what I resonate with. But he talks a lot about that chaos and order. And in that comfort zone, there's a lot of perceived order. 
you guys have probably heard me talk about this on previous podcasts, but in my opinion, there's no such thing as external certainty. You can lose your job at any moment. You can lose your girlfriend or boyfriend at any moment. Things can change on a whim. Here in Columbia, one of my buddies was here. Uh, there, there's three guys who ended up leaving a week and a half into the trip who were supposed to stay a month because he got a phone call that his father passed away suddenly from a heart attack. And that's life, unfortunately. We live in a life of zero certainty, zero security. Nothing is permanent, nothing is guaranteed, and we need to understand that. But the way we are as humans is we believe that things are secure, things are certain, and if you cling on to them, life is going to be easier, more predictable, more smooth. And if you stay in that zone, you might get temporary satisfaction or temporary feel good about yourself, but in the long run, it's going to do you a big disservice. So what happens is we start in this comfort zone. We move on if we have an idea. A lot of you guys listening are entrepreneurs. You're doing something against the grain. You want more out of life, right? So you have an idea. Maybe it's to start a new business. Maybe it's to write a book. Maybe it's to start your own podcast. Maybe it's just to go and try a new activity in life, right? What happens is we have that idea then we immediately move into the fear zone. Now, it's interesting. In the fear zone, we're making excuses. We lack self-confidence. We're paralyzed by people's perception. And we're afraid of failure. Now, this is a real psychological model I'm breaking down. Um, and what's so interesting is, and I'm not sure if I've talked about this on the podcast yet. I know I, I talk about it in a lot of the training calls I do. And if I have talked about it already, it'll be good to hear it again. It's so funny. Um, I think this is the 79th episode, how quickly... Like all these episodes, I can't even remember like every single lesson I broke down on it, but it's good. You need repetition to learn. So in the fear zone, I'm, I'm looking at this model and it's funny because these are things, exact things I preach based off my experiences. So lack of self-confidence, I call that imposter syndrome, paralyzed by people's perception, fear of other people's opinions, afraid of fa- failure, fear of failure. I say that those three things are what prevents people from taking massive action and getting results in life, those three fears. And if you can overcome them, there's really no ends or no cap to what you're able to accomplish. I'm going to break it down really quickly for you guys because I've experienced this and I think we continually experience it because life is a cycle of growth. We're always growing and you're always faced with new, more complex, um, bigger challenges with more pieces to them. And we're always moving through this. But the example I love to use is when I wrote my book, right? We'll talk about the fear of failure, the fear of other people's opinions, and imposter syndrome. When I had the idea at 22 years old to write my book, one of the first things I did was go to my friends in college and tell them, hey, I have this crazy idea, this book. I had the title Beyond the Classroom. I was like, everything I've learned to become successful has come from outside of traditional school, through all my businesses, blah, blah, blah. I have this great idea of how I can convey this message. What do you guys think? And what happened (laughs) was... All my friends were like, you're not old enough yet. You don't have enough credibility. You haven't made enough money yet. Um, You don't have enough experience. You know how much work it takes to write a book. What if you fail? All of these negative seeds that I internalized. I was like, damn, maybe they're right. Maybe Maybe I'm going too fast. Maybe this isn't such a great idea. Maybe I need to wait till I have more experience. Maybe I need to wait till I'm older. That put me off. That was the first thing that put me off. The second thing that put me off was the fear of failure. So I remember thinking like after hearing all these people's opinions, what if the book doesn't work out? What if I put all this time, energy, resources, effort into writing this book 
and it flops. I, I put it up, it's on Amazon, and everyone gives it a one-star review, says it's the worst book ever. Even worse, what if not even a single person buys it? And I, I had this fear of like, what if I do all of this and it doesn't work out? That was the second thing that off put me. The third was imposter syndrome. Broken down in this model, it's labeled as lack of self-confidence. For me, imposter syndrome looked like I was a big reader. I got involved with reading at age 18 when I got introduced to business, became addicted to personal development books and just any book to up my entrepreneurship uh, IQ, basically. And I remember looking at all my favorite authors of all these great books I've read, Robert Kiyosaki, Tony Robbins, Brendan Burchard, all these amazing authors. And I immediately was like, who am I to think I can step into the ring with these dudes? Who am I to think that I can compete with a book like Rich Dad, Poor Dad that sold millions of copies and Robert Kiyosaki is a multi-multi-millionaire with all these successful businesses. Like, who am I to think that I can write a book and try to act like I'm on the same level as these dudes? I'm going to tell you right here, this is how we break through the fear zone and you can apply this to anything you're going after in life. For the fear of other people's opinions, I looked at the opinions and who I was getting them from. That was the main thing. Who was I getting my opinions from? And guess what? It was no entrepreneurs. It was all of my friends in college who were pursuing a traditional path, a traditional job, who had been running around looking for internships. When I was flipping textbooks during finals week, they were the ones telling me I'm crazy and should be focused on my GPA and getting good grades. They are the ones who told me that this was too risky, that I'm not, like, I don't have enough experience, blah, 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 all the bullshit, right? So then instead of listening to their opinions, I was like, well, who am I getting my opinions from and whose opinion would I actually value? I started going to other entrepreneurs, other authors, people who had the same vision as me, people who desired the same life as me. And I asked them about what they thought about my book and the process and how I should go about it. And every single one of them, guess what they told me? They're like, John, it is your responsibility to write this book. You have to make this happen and it's going to be great. Just simply that, looking at the opinions from people who you actually want to be like in life. Too often we're getting opinions from people who don't even have the same vision, identity, beliefs, value. Why would you get an opinion from them? It doesn't even make sense. Solely get your opinions from the people who have what you want, are on the same trajectory as you, have the same vision as you, same beliefs, same values, and the opinions are going to be a whole lot different and a whole lot more in alignment. And another tip I'll give you really quick is in terms of opinions, have a very small group of people you get opinions from because everyone's everyone's got their own ideas and everything like I have a couple people that I know are so in alignment with me and I can trust their opinion to make whatever my idea is better so be very very careful with who you're going to for opinions the second fear of failure this one was easy I decided that if I wrote this book and I helped change one single person's life it couldn't possibly be a failure and I knew that I could write this book and change one person's life. And to parlay with that, failure is the most important part of the process. It's as simple as that. You are going to fail at one point or another. And when you fail, you're going to learn the lessons you need in order to go on and become an actual successful person. If you're a one-hit wonder and you get success right away, you're not actually going to have the identity of a successful person. Within failure is where we, lo- we learn all of our greatest lessons. So we... Just your mentality in general needs to be shifted towards embracing failure, celebrating failure, learning from your failure, pivoting and moving forward based off what you've learned. It's as simple as that. So that was it for me though. And and when you start your business, your YouTube channel, your podcast, 
whatever it is you're doing, I know that you know you can positively impact one person's life. And if you can do that, there's no failing because you made a better life for somebody else. And that's a success in and of itself. The third, imposter syndrome. Another one that was easy to reframe once I really thought about it. I was comparing myself to 40, 50, 60, 70 year olds who had been at this game for 30, 40, 50 more years than I have. Obviously, they're going to have more money. They're going to have more businesses. They're going to have a bigger following. You cannot compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 50. It's as simple as that. And another way to think about it is at the point I was at, I was earning a residual income that was more than most of my friends were making who were going to become corporate cowboys in the cube farm. So I was on a level, like this is how you have to think about it. If you are at a third grade level, there's something that you know that you can teach to a second grader that they don't know. And it's the same thing. You don't need to have your doctorate degree to teach something to someone who's in fifth grade. You just need to be a step ahead of them, a level ahead of them, and you'll have something valuable to teach them that expedites their learning process, that saves them time, that saves them money, that saves them effort. So ultimately, just remember that we all have to start somewhere, even Tony Robbins, even Robert Kiyosaki, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, all these great entrepreneurs laid that first brick at one point. You cannot compare yourself when you're laying your first brick to someone who has already built the castle. It's just not even a level playing field, and it doesn't even make sense to compare upon. So that was that. I realized that there was people who wanted what I have who weren't there yet that I could help. I didn't have to worry. Like My, my target market wasn't going to be freaking Bill Gates, right? It was probably going to be an entry-level entrepreneur who just wanted freedom in their life. And that's what I realized, and I realized that I'm equipped to teach that person. And I got over imposter syndrome. So I, I, I got really deep into the fear zone and into that right there. But you guys wrap your head around that. There will be nothing that can stop you. So that fear zone, if you can reframe those things like I just told you, then we move into the learning zone. That's when you're over it. You don't care about other people's opinions. You're not afraid of failing anymore. You know that you have to start somewhere. Well, now you're actually committed. You've made the decision to go all in on whatever it is you're pursuing. Now we enter the learning learning zone, right? We're increasing our knowledge. We're developing confidence. We're enhancing our motivation and we're learning skills. Like once you get past that fear zone, that's when the magic starts to happen in this learning zone and an eventual growth zone. But it's really, I talk about this all the time, making that decision. That decision means getting past that fear. You start to learn and now you're actually taking action on making whatever it is you're pursuing happen. And when you do that, you're going to start having small wins. You're going to start learning by experience. I always say experience is the greatest teacher. Now you're actually experiencing, so you're actually learning lessons, which in turn will make you more competent at what you're doing, right? They'll develop your confidence because you're actually learning and now you feel better about what you're doing. You don't feel like an imposter or anything like that anymore because you're in the trenches. Your motivation is going to be more because you're actually doing it. One of the quickest ways to not be motivated is to procrastinate. And when you're procrastinating, you're not actually doing anything. It kills your motivation. You feel bad about yourself. You know what you should be doing. You're not doing it. No, action is where all of the magic happens. And of course, as you're taking action, you're experiencing, you're failing, you're learning, you're, you're increasing your skills. You're getting better. The only way to get better is to take consistent action. And over time, you're going to look and be like, wow, I'm actually fucking good at what I do now. 
And it's no wonder that it takes that consistent action to do so. That's that learning zone. And in many ways, we're always learning. You should always be a student of the game. You should always focus on getting better, acquiring more information, but applying it at the same time. Now, past that learning zone is the growth zone. This is where we discover purpose. This is where we set new goals that are bigger, more bold, more audacious. Because we've once because this is this is an interesting part as well. Once you win once, you realize that you can continue to win. And you might lose a few times along the way, but one major win shows you that you have what it takes to keep winning. You have that instilled confidence. You have that belief now because you've seen it in your real uh, physical reality. A big one for me when I got into the top 10 income earners for ages 25 and under in my network marketing company for the first time, that was one of the biggest moments for me. So I remember standing up at that stage looking around and I was like, I can do this. I can keep going. There's just no cap to what's possible. And once you get that level of confidence, it's scary what what is able to be done. But in the growth zone, like you get there and then I'm like, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to start these businesses. I'm going to do this because now I know I'm capable of it. So now you set bigger, better goals. You're figuring out your purpose. You start getting more creative. You start living your dreams, spending a month in Colombia, living in Italy for nearly a year, traveling the world, living in California, New York City, investing in different businesses you're passionate about, doing whatever it is your heart tells you to do because now you're in that growth zone and ultimately when you're in growth, you gain fulfillment. Fulfillment happens where growth happens. It really is simple. Another thing I'll say about the growth zone is, of course, it is very uncomfortable to get there. There's nothing comfortable about growing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with one final little story because this was really, really important for me. But when I graduated, I talk about how I moved to Italy. I, I graduated. I wanted friends to come with me. No one would. Five days after I graduated, I have a one-way flight to Italy where I know absolutely nobody. That's scary. I don't care who you are or what stage of your personal development you're in. It's scary. But the mindset of someone who's in that growth zone and is willing to take those opportunities and get out of the comfort zone is you know that it'll work out. You know that everything's happening for a reason. Everything is happening for you, not to you. And that once you get, once you take that leap of faith, everything's going to work out in your favor. Even though you know that, it's still a little scary. So remember arriving in Italy... Pure pandemonium. I get stuffed into this apartment that's like in the attic of. I'm getting let up it, and it's it's a pure palace, but we're in like the attic of it. Um, it's a three bedroom apartment with I think we had nine to ten people stuffed within it. There's five in my bedroom, three in another bedroom, and then like one person in basically a hallway. So you move to a new country. You're jet lagged. You're tired. You're a little scared about the opportunity and. You're, you get there and then you're you're stuffed into a freaking basically like a brothel <laughs> and you're like what the fuck am I doing here my first day of promoting for that travel company I was working with I was paired with this dude who had zero hygiene who had not a lot of social etiquette and was just like really rubbing me the wrong way and I'm, I'm partnered with him to go out on the street and approach random groups of students to hand them flyers with our travel deals and our promo codes I remember after that first day of firing on the, on the hot street, it's humid, it's very uncomfortable, everything's so new to me. I called my mom and I was like, mom, I, I might have fucked up. Like, I don't know. I should have just stayed back at home. Like, 
all my friends were there. I, I spent four, four years at university making some of the best friends and I just left everything behind. And here I am stuck in this brothel with this guy who doesn't brush his teeth try, trying to sell things to Americans walking around the street who are basically just telling us to fuck off. I'm like, Mom, I think I, I made a huge mistake. She's like, John, everything works out in your favor. You have to stick it out. This will end up being an amazing experience, but you just have to have faith and stick it out. Literally not even a day later, I go to the nightclub with everyone I worked with. We went to one of the coolest nightclubs in the city. I was walking out and I had been introduced to this guy earlier and the, the girl who introduced me is like, this guy runs the whole nightlife scene here. I saw him standing outside the club when we were leaving at like 4 a.m. and I was wearing this Gucci belt I got in Italy and I'm like, and he was wearing one too. So I'm like, hey bro, I love your belt. I saw it and I showed him mine. He's like, and I'd met him earlier briefly. He's like, you like Gucci, man? He's like, I take you to the Gucci store. We get 50% off anything you want. Meet me tomorrow at my bar. And this dude is from Senegal. Meet him at his bar. He brings me to the Gucci outlet in Italy. Anything I wanted, 50% off. On top of it being Italy prices, I got all this shit. We're driving back. He's like, you work with me now. And he basically put me in a position to be a promoter for the best nightclub agency in the in the city and proceeded to take care of me like a brother my entire time there, which... That part led to me becoming a top salesperson in that company to traveling to all the most amazing places in Europe and probably having the best seven months of my life because going back, I was willing to take that leap of faith knowing that it would all play out, embraced the shittiness at first, but stuck it through and that's what happens. And that's what happens in life. That's what happens in business. And really what we have to do just get the fuck out of our comfort zones. Stop, eliminate those stupid bullshit fears and stories we tell to ourselves. Start taking messy action so we start learning and then we start growing and then the beautiful and everything, all the parts of life that are worth it become unlocked. That's that, guys. So I hope you got value from today's episode. If you did, as always, I ask that you hit the subscribe button, leave us a written review, let us know what you've gotten from this episode and share it with a friend. If you have a conversation about podcasts or anything personal growth or entrepreneurship you've been plugging into, talk to them about the Unconventional Education Show. Take a screenshot of this episode, throw it up on your Instagram story, tag me in it, and write one thing that you've learned from this episode. This is how we grow and this is how we help people stop fearing being great and being successful. There's nothing to be feared. Being successful allows you to give back in ways that you never could if you played small and stay in your comfort zone. So with that, guys, I love you all. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and we will catch you on the next episode. Later, everybody. Peace.